Hey everyone, welcome to Own Her Ship Podcast, where the only captain of this ship is you. I'm your host, as usual, along your airwaves, Favor, and I'm super excited to come to you with this episode this week. I want to thank each and every one of you who have been listening to our podcast, you know, subscribing, bringing forth your reviews. It really means a lot to us, and we're working on making this podcast even better, more traction, and so many exciting projects that we want to put in the ground, cemented, and on its way to your homes. So we're going to be in complete preparation for that in the coming weeks. But before we even get into that, we definitely, um, as usual, want to give a really awesome episode today. And Many of you have been able to tell us, like, we've gotten a lot of feedback, even in regards to the last podcast episode, which we all appreciate you for listening to. Um, We got a lot of comments, reviews. A lot of people have definitely um, talked about that episode, how raw it was. And doing this podcast, I realized something. I, I am becoming more vulnerable. Naturally, that's not my actual... Or maybe actually it could be my actual person, but based off my background, I've I've never been a really open or vulnerable person before people. And even though you may be saying like, I don't know you or you've never seen me face to face and obviously this is audio and you're pre-recording it. Yes, I do get that. But still, I've never been a very vocal person about things in my life or going through situations or conquering feats. So um, we're starting it now. (laughs) We're doing the thing now. And um. As much as it's been helping you all and the converse- with the conversations I've been having with people, the first person it's really been helping is me. And I really thank you all for joining me on this journey because you're making it a whole lot easier for me to, to be me. I know it sounds so cliche, but it's true. To be my authentic self um, without apologies. And that's exactly what this episode is going to be as well. We are getting deeper. We are really addressing certain things in our lives and putting that pedal to the metal. Because a lot of us, it may have been a rot in the road or a stumbling block, or you just honestly probably are fed up with the way things may be going or how this year is looking. But you really just can't let yourself sink even though the mud is really trying to bring you down with it you've got to somehow fight your way out of the mud and that's really what we're going to be doing with this episode you know as usual we start off this beautiful episode with a segment called launch into the deep now launch into the deep really is um i don't want to call it words of affirmation but generally it's like words of affirmation action items and really giving you that refresher for the week ahead for the episode that you're about to listen to and just really food for thought (laughs) so this launch into the deep really goes from a quote that i'm learning to abide by more i've heard it for a long time in my life especially in my adult 20s um but I'm actually now implementing that in my everyday life. So it, it generally goes like this. It's basically life is for the prepared and not the preparing. Now, 
it's really short, but it actually is so big. Um, because we're, we're all in stages in our lives right now. And I can personally tell you, I'm in a stage right now where I, I can't be preparing anymore. Because really, preparation was my crutch. I need to be prepared because life doesn't take prisoners. Life doesn't believe in preparing. It believes that you should already be prepared. You know, many people right now, 2020 has been a real year. Let's just be real. And so many people have gone through different things in their life in just seven months. Now, for some people, they may have seen a form of suffrage or honestly, some heartache, uh, just a lot of things that maybe have dwindled their faith or took the fire and knocked the crap out of them, really. But then some people are really making money and they really get into this work and they're making their dreams come true. And I'm just like, what? You see, really, guys, life is going to give you ingredients. It's going to give you the toolbox without the instructions, you got to figure out how you're going to make it work. And sometimes you may be making a structure that's not exactly what the instruction said, but damn man, make it work. I'm saying this because in our launch into the deep, even as we went over that quote, which is life is for the prepared, not the preparing, what you're going to do is recognize an aspect of your life that you need to address it's it's like a pattern it's something that's a pattern it's not like it's um it's not the same situation it may not be the same circumstance but you can see an underlying pattern that's relating to you specifically i'm your host so i'm gonna use my life as an example of something that's an underlying pattern that i um i'm addressing right now because it's becoming a stumbling block. It's becoming a a rock on the midst of my road and I want to kick it out of existence. So like we said, this is specific part of the segment. We're going to talk about habits, those habits that you have that or that thing that's an underlying pattern in your life, but you don't really recognize it or you put it to the back burner generally, but it's it's a big concern and if you don't address it now, it's going to become even bigger so an underlying pattern that i'm recognizing in my life is timing i don't know about you guys but specifically for me i love that last minute rush i was the person who was supposed to fail my statistics class but i ended up getting a c plus why because i just worked my butt off on the final and my teacher was like i've never seen somebody recover like that and i i love that rush i love that last minute rush i love that oh it's five minutes and you need to uh, apply for the <laughs> you need to apply for your grad school exam or you're gonna have to wait another six months and i'll basically track your <laughs> that basically track your incoming class year another year i i like that i like that push like i probably am the, i'm probably still i'm gonna be tmi probably a lot of information i'm probably the person that waits until the last minute when it's pushing on my bladder to use the bathroom that that's the kind of person i'm i i wait so long guys i wait so long to the last t of it and I call it the rush. 
But it's an underlying pattern because in so many aspects of my life and very different departments, I see that that's the thing that keeps ringing up. I don't take my time very seriously. So months go by, years go by. (sighs) Guys, address those underlying patterns in your life. You know what they are. You just don't want to fess up to it. But there is more than ever an underlying pattern. And for me, it's timing. I always wait last minute for the things that I want. I always push it to the last grain. I always, if it's something that's so important to me, even when I see the requirements or so forth, what's needed to do to make it happen, I wait to the last minute. I even wait to the last minute for a problem to now see its peak. Then I'm like, oh man, this is what it really is. Or maybe like, you know, sometimes as simple as like, oh, you have to pay. um, Oh gosh. (laughs) I'm literally laughing from crying, guys. Why? Timing is something that rings a bell every time. I hold off on some of the, I've held off on some of the best ideas that I've ever had because of timing. I want to address that this week and um, going forward, I want to make it uh, a standard. You see, even for you guys that are watching my, listening to my podcast, there was a time I didn't have any episode timing. I waited so last minute to make episodes after a while, I just couldn't. I just kept waiting. I just kept waiting. I just kept waiting. I'm going to be quite frankly honest with you guys if we're going to be real. This episode I'm recording is going to be due tomorrow morning and I'm doing it right now and it's close to midnight. Well, actually, it's not even close to midnight. It's actually the day of. This is actually due today at 11. I go to show you how much I push time. And if anything, I become more tired. I become more frustrated. There's so many people aligned to me. Then I'll get into that rush of last minuteness, if that's even a word. And I feel I blame, I do the blame game, basically, all because of this underlying pattern. So if we're talking about rehab, this is the first aspect of it, is I addressed it. Now, the two thing number two is now what are you going to do about it? You have underlying pattern just because I revealed mine and how honest I was about it doesn't mean that you don't. So... The second thing I want to do about it, I'll tell you probably in relation to this podcast, is that I will be making episodes ahead. I'll be making two episodes during the week before Tuesday and have them due by Sunday night. Yeah, I'm I'm actually revealing what I'm going to be doing to you guys. So I, I need to be accountable to myself. And I got some other things I need to do as well. We'll talk further about this. This is not a topic that's going to end just here. But you need to really figure out what that underlying pattern is. And you need to finally tell yourself the truth. Because you keep pointing fingers, but it really looks like those four fingers, they know who the owner really is. Thanks, guys, for listening.
Okay, okay, okay. So as you all know, our second segment always is called The Chronicles. It's basically the missing details, the things they don't want to tell you, the things we are going to tell you, and the things that maybe you kind of rushed over, like um, when they tell you you have to read a summer reading book and you basically skip to the major parts so that you can write a good report about it. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me of elementary school. That's pretty interesting. Cool, cool, cool. So it's called the missing details now the chronicles for this week actually it centers around the troubles with your dreams for many of you who are watching listening you got dreams i know you do i know you guys got dreams i know you've had ideas that you've been holding and pondering on for a while and trust me i believe they're great you don't gotta tell me twice you don't have to you really don't have to convince me okay but there are troubles with having dreams. For many people who know me, they can definitely call it, I'm a, I'm a dreamer. I'm very cautious about why I say that because I feel like I see the repercussion of it a lot. But I am a dreamer. I literally love the ideas, the ideology of what it could be. The dreams at large that overtake me. I'm, I love being consumed by a beautiful cloud of dreams. But sometimes, if we're going to be honest, I've never actually really set. So I've been up in the clouds, never landed. I'm telling you guys this because even in terms of this podcast, when people ask me why I start this podcast, um, and this generally really does have to do with this, this, the Chronicles. When people ask me about this podcast and they wonder like, oh, what made you do this podcast? I, I, I literally laugh. I said, wait. I was listening to podcasts when people didn't even know podcasts existed. I was listening to podcasts back when I was in high school. That's just my persona. That's my MO. That's who I am. If you ask anyone who's close to me, in terms of social media, I was just having a conversation with one of my really close friends from, like, my family friends from birth, like, from when I was younger. And she's like, man, funny enough is that, like, You've been on this since before people didn't even know social media was. And that's my truth. I really know this game. Like, I, I know the actual structure. I I like it. I really appreciate media as a whole. It's something that I've always had a passion for. Something I've always had a desire for. Something that nobody had to force me to love. Like, I, I appreciate great content. But you may be asking if you've been in this even since before 2010, probably or probably 2006 or so, probably earlier. I'm not going to lie with you guys. I really believe it's probably earlier than 2006. Then why in 2020 have you finally decided? Because I told you guys I'm a dreamer. And unfortunately, half the time I haven't landed. There's a trouble with dreaming. And the trouble with dreaming actually doesn't lie in the dreams. It lies in the execution, and that's the landing. A lot of the times when you see other people now doing things where you had that great idea and so forth, I've been, I not once, not twice, not three times, probably not even ten times, I've been in a situation where an idea I had someone now fulfilled it, lived it right before my eyes, and all I can do is like it on Instagram. Or follow it on Facebook. Um, oh my gosh, that really that that hit 
that hit so hard. This episode truly wasn't supposed to be... I can't even say it wasn't supposed to be like this. I'm realizing more and more that these episodes are getting more real because if I never told you guys this, um, you're, I hope you're not looking for someone who you're going to be a role model for. I, I won't be that for you. But if you're looking for a voiceover, you're looking for someone who's finally going to allow you to like, you know, bring that mirror close to your face, then you're at the right podcast. Because just as much as I'm pushing that mirror in your face, oh, girl, it's a double mirror. I see a reflection of myself continuously. It's not shying away from the things that you need to address. That's what lies in this. We not need to finally execute on our ideas. Now, <laughs> I don't even know. I, I want to be honest. I don't even know where to start right now. I'm. There's so many things running in my mind as of now. Even while I make this podcast in the garage. I've watched a lot of podcasts. I've listened to a lot of different type of content. And a lot of people, you know, they talk about perfectionism, completion and so forth. You know, things that really hold people back. Um. And I actually was going over something recently. I was speaking to someone and I realized I kind of see why I don't see consistency a lot. I think about one major mark, hitting that one mark. You know what I'm talking about, that one big mark that basically tells you you made it. But can I really be honest with you guys? There's no such thing as one mark. There are many marks to that one mark you see your life is full of more than just one mark one reach one accomplishment no matter how small or big people say this all the time and i know it sounds very cliche but it's true the small things make up the big things the consistency with your small things make up your consistency with your big things so you're here looking at it so hard as like oh my gosh that big one mark but you haven't even done the small one you haven't even done the one that's most of necessary concern how come you haven't addressed that? That's why you're still flying in the clouds. That's why you haven't landed and you probably never will. That's why you're so airy that no one takes you seriously. This is to tell you that you need to put your foot on the ground. Feel your legs. You are real. You're experiencing this and this isn't going away. But there are marks to that grandiose mark. There are many steps that need to be taken. And these many steps calls for the full execution. Why? Because when you finally complete one of these steps, you're executing. And there's no better feeling than the feeling of accomplishing something, putting it under your belt, executing someone thing to its fullest. No better feeling. I kid you not. That rush is better than anything. To see a submission of that job application or of your graduate school exam. To see that, oh man, you know what? I just applied to that job that I wanted to get promoted to internally. Man, to see yourself now finally go to that dealership and finally drive that dream car. That's a part of it. Getting yourself a, a 401k or a 
get yourself a, a savings account that's high in yield. Like, man, sometimes even just getting yourself a financial advisor just goes to show you what? You're taking steps to the full execution. Sometimes finally just owning that domain shows you that you can fully execute. Let's make the marks of life. Because there are plenty marks of life. And if you keep thinking about that one big mark, you'll always be intimidated. The reason why I started this podcast, and it's a passion project that I want to see it grow and its legs expand in so many forms and facets. But let me tell you something. The reason why I started this is because a lot of the professional feats I wanted to make in my life, I couldn't get there because I was having so many personal dilemmas. You don't address your personal mishaps. You'll never be able to accomplish those professional feats, whether corporate, whether business, whether your gifts, talents, you'll never get there. Until you finally address you. You need to look at yourself. I need to look at myself. We need to look at these things. Because in the many marks, have you even done one? You're here talking about the big mark, but you haven't completed the first mark. You see, the worlds of clouds. I've been there. But I don't want to be there anymore. Because I've been reading books since I could probably ever talk. And I was that child that basically locked themselves in the bathroom so that they could read books and open the window so it could be cold. And I can feel the essence of what the story was talking about, even though they said they basically were in Vermont. It was snowing. And I'm in New Jersey and it's pretty much hot. But I love to live in the world of the dreamer and of the story. But one day, you've got to live it in the physical You can't talk about you're a traveler and you've only been to two states. You can't talk about you're here to accomplish this or that. Um, This is what you want to do. And you know all of this information, but your track record don't show any of it. It's time to knock the marks out of the park. I believe you can do it. I believe we're going to do it. Because we need to change the face of our present state. Okay, okay, okay. So this is the last segment, as you all know. It's called Hey Miss Pearson. And we really just get into some awesome programming um, in the realms of misinterpreted communities and communities that just really don't get a lot of face time in the media. So this one's a little different. We're going a little political definitely into Congress and most especially into the House of Reps. Let's get into the life of the House of Representatives from New York, the 14th District. As you all may know, Miss Alexandra Cortez, um, AOC, if you're nasty, I guess. No, I think AOC if you're anything. But <laughs> so, yes, it is um, the brilliant AOC. Now, if you know anything about the news and what's been going on, she had an uh, in, uh, altercation, uh, encounter with one of her, her counterparts, and that is representative from Florida, um, House of Representative um, 
Mr. Yoho, which is basically Mr. Clown, um, the representative from Florida that needs his constituencies basically need to um, boo him out. He is a disgrace to the nation, to the Republic, especially the legislative party um, branch of our wonderful country of America. Um, I love to call him some other very excruciating names, but I believe you can all fill in the blank. And um, his clown self actually did something very strange, came forth and basically accosted Mrs. Um, accosted AOC on the steps, pointed their finger at her, said that um, she's, the, uh, she's a shame, she's disgusting. And as she now walked away, he walked away. He said, even now, said before the media, he called her a fucking bitch. Yes, if you've never heard me curse on this podcast, well, welcome. Sorry. He called her a fucking bitch. So, guys, these are the guidelines on how to be a perfect fucking bitch. <laughs> when he said that, I said, what a clown. What a really big clown. You see, whether you know it or not, there were so many elements to this, and I'm really not going to go into much of it. If you want, you can definitely watch this. I think it's about a 12-minute video of... um. AOC coming before the House of um, House of Reps before the floor and giving her view on what occurred, which many of her counterparts, many other reps also had saw and were very um, inflamed about it because that's just embarrassing. You see, the fact of the matter is that whatever you do at your job, you do at your job. This is your job. This is who you represent. These are your beliefs, but you never take that home. And she did. She did very vividly say that that. More than ever, it's not like she gets along with all of her um, or have the same beliefs as all of her counterparts, but they all have respect. You see, because however you got in is the same way I got in. And that's what makes Mr. Yoho a big time clown. He's a big red nosed because he's from Florida clown. You see, in the midst of it, she said a lot of things that really were kind of disheartening because even in the social media sphere, a lot of people are saying, well, you know, I usually don't like, you know, AOC. And even if me and her don't have the same views, which I don't understand what that has to do with the fact that he blatantly disrespected her, um, took up her space and now made her now her, basically and now made her so uncomfortable to the point where it became threatening. It has nothing to do with someone's beliefs. It has to do with personal respect for human beings not because she's a woman because she's a person and if for anything you guys are equated together you're not any higher that's just the truth mr clown yoho you don't deserve to be a rep that's why i can't respect you with that title going forth she did explain a lot of things that she had been going through which many of us do know based off the media where president trump called, told her to basically go home the governor of florida who is also a red-nosed clown who needs to florida you you guys have some work to do it's time to clean up shop because florida is a big fat mess with dogs in government and he goes ahead and says, even in the time of her inauguration or basically her induction into the legislative party into the House of Reps, he says, oh, whatever that is and calls her that as if she didn't deserve to be called by her name, which you should already know. You see, if we could, if people actually related the same disrespect people dished out, they wouldn't be able to handle an inch of it. 
You see, she explains in that 12-minute video, video that if for anything, there was a lot of dehumanizing language that she hasn't encountered in Congress, which is a whole nother that's a whole nother entity of an episode in itself. And hopefully I would really appreciate getting someone on Congress or someone in that sphere of life, whether it be an aide, whether it be a commissioner or so forth, to give us a really in-depth feel of what it is to be a minority on the Hill. Now, she did explain those aspects of it and then goes on and and says this because Mr. Yoho now, before she actually came to the floor, um, I think it was a day or two before and now came to the floor to apologize, but he really didn't apologize. I just can't stand it. Oof, let me shut up. I just can't stand someone who really just goes, like people who blatantly go out of their way to make it seem like they're decent people, but really they're trash. Because alongside that, there's something that AOC said that was really strong, but it should never really be a relation. She said that, look, the fact that you called her a fucking bitch basically means that you gave rights to other men to now accost his own wife and children, which he blatantly used in his apology as like, you know, a form of defense. Like, you know, I have a wife. I have two daughters. I know what it is. No, you don't. You're just a clown. Okay. And alongside that, she basically said, you just gave permission to other men um, and gave permission to other men to whether harass or cost his daughters, his wife, and even women in his municipality, women in his community that basically he's representative, representing. Have you ever thought about that? The fact that you shouldn't just run your mouth amok? Now, the strongest aspect of this, and even as we're going to close out, he says that having a daughter having even a wife doesn't make you a decent man and i really want to talk about that because even with recent podcasts and a lot of conversations i've been having with people the fact of the matter is that even the time that aoc was getting accosted on the steps there was another house of rep as well who's a republican who was there alongside him and said pimp nothing said nothing while this all happened Guys, it doesn't have to be your daughter. It doesn't even damn near have to be your wife. It doesn't even have to be your last baby that's not even six months. You should be able to blatantly give someone respect and be able to defend someone and tell another, even if that's your friend, and tell them when they've done wrong. When do we lose that moral ground about life? Look, it has nothing about being a daughter. It has nothing to be about being a wife. It has being a human being. And if for anything, a human being that's even equated in the same office as you, show them respect. Show them respect. Show them honor. And show them appreciation because you are all one in the same. She closed out that argument and basically said that you can, it just goes to show you that you can be a powerful man and a cost woman, which we're seeing countlessly in various formats, even with our own president. You can be in a powerful place of power and also accost women, cause their discomfort, cause their lack of appreciation. You could just be a terror. So all in all, I've come to tell you all this. That was, it was deep programming, definitely political, but watch that video and definitely more than ever, what we need to really bring to the forefront in terms of people, in terms of media, is that we should be equating respect all around. No gender, no race, no no background should play that. 
You should be able to respect this person and showcase it every time you're in the public eye and outside or inside. Be that kind of person. It was strong program and it really arose something within me. You can be in a position, but there's a way someone can even think that you're still the secretary. It's a sad game. So we're closing out, guys, this episode. I'm glad that we were able to enjoy this more than ever. If you have any questions, comments, you just want to throw a review on this. You know, we're on Spotify. We are on Google Podcasts. We are on Apple. We're on Breakers. We're on a bunch of other different platforms. And we're super excited as we will continue on with this next week. But we definitely, definitely need you to, one, subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already because that's just strange Two, write a review you should be telling us how it's going on what to expect three you should be sharing this with five friends because i don't know who you think you are um you could also email us if you have any questions at own her ship podcast at gmail.com if you want we will also five you need to follow us on instagram it's called own her ship pod um follow us we'll be definitely putting up some new content on that podcast so i'm I'm sorry, on the Instagram, so it doesn't feel like you're just following a podcast because you listen to it. You know what I'm saying? So that's generally it. Um, I'm super glad that we were able to go through this episode. And more than ever, I believe next week is going to be even better. So guys, what you need to do is have an awesome day. What you really need to do is really appreciate the fact that you're coming to your truest self. So don't give up. We love you all. Until next time, it's owner Hershapod and I'm Favor. And we're out. We're out.